Hello, everybody. Welcome to the maiden session of Scatayam, a show where we break down stories into various possibilities and various scenarios. I'm your guy, Tobes. I've got some interesting gist for you people. In this session, we will be looking at two main stories that demonstrates free isn't always free. We will also be assembling some interesting scenarios on part of those stories that were not reported. Quick question. Have you noticed that people like free things? Speaking of free, please make sure you like the video right now. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow the podcast on audio platforms. It's free. Leave your thoughts about any of the stories in the comment section. Follow us on our socials at Dr. Tove's Corner on Instagram, Facebook, and X, spelled D-R-T-O-V-E-S-C-O-R-N-E-R. And at It's Dr. Tove's Corner on TikTok, spelled I-T-S-D-R-T-O-V-E-S-C-O-R-N-E-R. If you're listening via audio platforms, you can also leave your feedback and comments on our socials. The first story for this session is one I saw on various news sources some time ago, including the BBC. It's about an Indian man that stayed two years in a hotel for free. Yes, you heard that right. 603 nights to be exact. Apparently, he was allegedly owing 5 million rupees, which was over 55,000 pounds. He booked the room for one night and kept extending, sometimes swapping rooms. There are various reports on how the guy might have done it, but here at Dr. Tove's Corner, we don't report the news, so I have come up with five different ways the guy might have done it. If you have any others after hearing my five, or even subplots, please leave them in the comment section below or on any of our socials. Please use the hashtag SYS1 if you're listening to this episode way after it was released. The five ways I think the guy might have pulled this off are 1. He's a magician. 2. He's playing a prank. 3. The guy is super intelligent. 4. I know some people don't believe in this. Maybe he's a ghost. Why not? 5. Maybe he's an active ghost worker. In no particular order, let's cut a yarn. Let's begin with the scenario of him being a magician. He is probably a mentalist carrying out the performance of a lifetime because there is no way he was walking around the hotel for two years and no one noticed the thing. According to those articles, he was swapping rooms and eating for free, sometimes using other customers' credit cards to pay for himself. You mean to tell me that he goes down to the reception, changes his room, and no one is like, what about the money you've been owing for X amount of months? Did he check in with an unlimited credit card? If he did, he wouldn't be owing, would he? It reminds me of the film Hypnotic starring Ben Affleck. I don't know if you've seen that film. In it, there are high-level hypnotics that can control people's minds just by saying words. For example, the hypnotic might say, it's a very hot day, and the person that it said those words to will start taking off their clothes in public. It was a decent film. Maybe it is something like that. When he goes to the hotel restaurant and asks for food, he is served. When he's bored of a room, he goes to the reception and switches it. And whenever he's spotted by a member of staff, he will say to them, everything is fine, nothing to see here. And those staff will go on their merry way and continue working. Maybe that's how he did it. He only got arrested so he can declare that it was the longest magic slash mentalist trick ever. That's my first scenario. Let me know what you think about it. The next scenario I came up with was he is super intelligent. Maybe he has a way with words. I could not fully develop this one, so here is my challenge to you. Have a go at him being super intelligent and staying in a hotel room for 603 nights without paying in the comment sections or on our socials. 
I will read some of them in a future episode. The socials is at Dr. Tobes Corner on Instagram, Facebook, and X, and at It's Dr. Tobes Corner on TikTok. Please add the hashtag SYS1 to your own scenarios if you're watching or listening to this episode way after it was released. We will discuss some of them in a future show. Just for fun, I asked AI to create a short film with the premise of him being super intelligent, and this is what it came up with. The man is a brilliant scientist with a very high IQ. He is wearing a tailored suit and walks with an air of confidence. He went to the front desk and told them that he's conducting a research on the quality of hotel service and that research will take two years. After the research, he plans on developing an AI system that would enhance the overall experience of customers. He would need to observe and collect data on guest interactions, their preferences, and the effectiveness of hotel staff. And to make the research more accurate, he would prefer a suite or a penthouse. During those two years, he gives them some feedback and tips, which helps improve the hotel service. At the end of the two years, he packs his bags and thanks the staff, Obviously, AI cannot give an unethical scenario, so we don't know how he gets arrested in this case. But if you have some brilliant ideas or even cynical ones, please leave them in the comment section or on our socials. One news article reported that some hotel staff possibly helped him stay as long as he did, which leads us to the third scenario. He is an active ghost worker. Maybe he's a young man that shifted from a different town to the one where the hotel is situated. For those who are wondering what I meant by shifted, it is the Indian's word of choice for saying moved or relocated. Instead of saying I relocated from India to the UK or to Nigeria, they will say I shifted from India to the UK or to Nigeria. It's just amazing how we all speak English in different countries, but the words we prefer to use to describe things are different across those countries. For example, when a Nigerian says that dress is fine, it means it is very pretty. But to most other English speakers, fine just means okay, or it's not bad. Anyway, I digress. It would make sense that he was able to get help from other staff members because they are kind people, in quote, that wanted to help a young man trying to make it in life. That's one possibility. On the other hand, it could be he worked there in the past, was fired by a former manager, and when he learned that that manager was no longer working there, he disregarded the sack letter and decided to come back to work and get the benefit of working in a hotel, including sleeping and eating in the hotel for free. Obviously with no salary because he's not on the payroll. When the new manager found out he was a free lodger, he was arrested and told he had to pay for those two years. That's another likely explanation. What do you think? Please leave your thoughts in the comment section or on our socials. Next scenario. He is probably a rich man that's playing a prank. Maybe he paid off some staff members instead of actually paying for the rooms. They let him get away with it because they know they will get more money from him the next day and the next day and the next day until the gig was up. I know there are some people listening right now that could be thinking, if he has the money to pay off staff, surely it makes more sense to pay for the room because it's going to be more costly. He would have to pay off not just one or two people, but so many people. Those people will be right. But that is why it's a prank. Because he can afford it. He can afford to give away money. He can afford bail or bond when he's arrested. And we know that rich people get away with a lot of stuff. So why is it a prank, you might ask? Well, it's a practical joke. Maybe he just wanted to have fun and make mockery of the system. Rich people do weird things. We know that. Let me know what you think. Last of my five ways is the wildest. Maybe he was an actual ghost. Follow me on this one. 
I know there are some realists that would probably say that if it was a ghost, then no one would see him in the first place to the point where they reported him to the police. That would make logical sense. But where is the fun in that? So let's look at it from the perspective of those who believe in the supernatural. It could be that he checked in and something happened to him afterwards. His body was not found. His ghost was roaming around the hotel. People did not notice him. He had fun for a while getting all the freebies, drinking expensive wine, having all the lush cocktails, you name them, eating lobster, nice tandoori chicken, chicken korma, chicken tikka masala, all the different dishes prepared by the hotel's chef, sleeping in the luxurious suites, all that stuff. And then one day he was like, I no longer want to be a ghost. He wanted to be alive so bad that he channeled all his chi and chakra and his willpower made him visible. Unfortunately for him, he appeared in front of a staff that was cleaning his room. And when the staff saw him, they were like, how did you get here? And he said, what? This is my room. I've been living here for the last two years. The staff was like, what? That's not possible. In an attempt to prove that the staff was wrong, he was like, go and check your system. Of course, they did. And they saw the date when he checked it. That's how he was babbed and reported to the police. If you enjoyed this ghost story, please press the like button, subscribe and follow the channel, share it. If you're sharing, please tag us at Dr. Toves Corner on Instagram, Facebook and X and at It's Dr. Toves Corner on TikTok. I will repost as well. What do you think of my five? Please let us know. Also let us know which of the five is your favorite. Tell us in the comments or on our socials. Remember to use the hashtag SYS1, which is Skatayan Session 1, if you're a future listener. Now to the second story. The second story is one I saw on Oasis Magazine, a Nigerian blog. This story is about cloud chasing, if that's still the terminology. For those who may not know what cloud chasing means, it is when people do things at the expense of others to post on social media simply for likes and retweets. A Nigerian man took a girl out on a date and the girl ate above his budget. The bill was 12,000 naira, which is roughly 10 pounds. In this situation, most stand-up men will pay and ghost the girl or find a way to get their money's worth. But this broke man decided to dash and leave the girl with the bill. Unfortunately for him, the girl was able to catch up with him while he was trying to drive away and explained to him that her phone battery is dead. Therefore, she does not have a way to access her account to transfer the payment to the restaurant. The cloud-chasing part of this story is when the girl started begging him to use his car cable to charge her phone to sort out the bill, the guy started recording her and calling her all sorts of names, posted the video on social media and shamed the lady. Let's start with the dude. Really? You can't afford 12,000 naira? If you can't afford it, why take her to a restaurant that is above your means? Now, for perspective, 12,000 naira in a decent Nigerian restaurant is two courses and a drink, so it shouldn't be that bad, right? If not that you're a cloud chaser, you recorded the girl, but you did not record yourself. Let everyone see your broke face too. Stop shaming people. And also, know your levels and go for your levels. On the other side, lady, really? What happened to your broke boy sensor? I think the guy in this story is not just broke on this occasion. He is actually broke broke. Like, too broke, pun intended. I believe ladies can tell when the guy is broke. Like, single broke. Broke on one day, but not broke all the time. Ladies also know when a guy is faking it. There would have been some conversations that showed the guy's level. For instance, when she suggests a place, he will suggest a lower alternative. Therefore, in that situation, you have to prepare yourself for any eventualities. As they say in Nigeria, 
you have to prepare yourself in case of incarcity. The one that made me ponder a bit is, why would you need his charger to charge your phone before you can pay the bill? I know most people in Nigeria do bank transfer to pay bills, but you can always find the charger easily. People walk around with power banks and even phone chargers. I won't put too much on the lady, just an advice. Know your levels and go for your levels. Not everyone that has a car is rich, a car is only a mode of transport. It does not represent status for most people. What do you think, my good listeners? Am I exaggerating? Please leave your opinions on this situation in the comment section or on our socials. We will discuss them in a future show. Now, in today's session, we have seen two stories of how people thought they were having a free meal, but it turned out to be very costly. Therefore, the conversation turns to, is there anything that's free in this life? Water isn't. Clean air isn't. You would either have to move to the suburbs, which is very expensive, or you would have to go and live in the jungle or the Himalayas, but at what cost? Whatever you think is free is paid for by someone else or it is a bill that you will soon be paying. Even favors come with expectations. That expectation is a cost because if you do not meet the expectation, the person or people who did you the favor would be skeptical in doing you future favors. You may have heard people say, you are free to do whatever you want. Is that really true? Are you free to do whatever you want? You can only do the things that are allowable by law, religion, society, or in some cases, your parents. Even our identity depends on the government of a country. You can only identify yourself by a national passport, national number, or driver's license. Your birth certificate is a government-issued document. Can you name a list of things that are actually free? There are some people that might say, salvation is free. Someone died for it, a very painful one for that matter. Also, you can't live outside the doctrines, otherwise you will perish. Same for every other religion, you have to follow certain rules or you will perish. I'm not saying that's a bad thing or that religion is bad. Don't misinterpret my words here. I'm only saying it's not as free as it is claimed. Maybe another question is, is the definition of free wrong? Does free just mean I'm not paying so it's fine? I will call that feeling entitled or lack of empathy for those bearing the cost. For example, you won't say you had free education because the government paid for it or your parents or guardians paid for it. Another good example is there are people who live in free housing, but it is the taxpayers that bear the cost of that free housing. Likewise, if a financial debt is forgiven, it is written off as bad debt and some entity has to bear the burden of that forgiven debt. So what's the conclusion? I'll leave that to you. That is the end of session one. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the channel, follow the podcast, like the video, leave comments and contributions, follow us on our socials as well, at Dr. Tove's Corner on Instagram, Facebook and X, and at It's Dr. Tove's Corner on TikTok. Until the next episode, use your brain. This has been Skatayan, SEFR. <music>